You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. What's up and welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour with your hosts, Doug Eddy, Tim Keller, and Tyler Gunther. Bring us all inside the huddle. Whether it's in-season or off-season, this is your spot for the best and in in-depth Dynasty fantasy football advice. So let's not waste any more time and get right to it with Doug, Tim, and Tyler with another Dynasty Happy Hour. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour presented to you by the Fantasy Points media group and let me tell you you're not going to find a better deal from a major fantasy content provider especially with the early bird special that they got going on it expires on april 30th so you got until the end of the month it's 20 percent off subscription plans now they cover season long dfs there's all sorts of betting content on there massive nfl draft and prospect previews so if you're grinding for the nfl draft that's at the end of the month fantasypoints.com is the best place to go. And if you want to follow them on Twitter, it's also at Fantasy Points Live. Um, they live stream best ball drafts with the NFFC, the NFL Draft Guide, and um, all sorts of apps with Greg Cosell player profiles are on there. They've got analytics-powered draft tools. The app is absolutely slick as a whistle. It's awesome. 90% of the subs made the fantasy playoffs last year, so it is a proven commodity that you can follow and invest in and know that you're going to make your fantasy playoffs on the road to winning that championship that you deserve. There's lots of free stuff on the site. Look for the free banners on different articles. And for more info, like I said before, visit fantasysports.com slash subscribe. It's absolutely awesome. Highly recommended. Go check it out. I'm your host, Doug Eddy. We are back this week, live and in the building. We've got Tim. We've got Tyler. We're going to go over something fun. We're going we're gonna to build a team with rookies at each position in draft style. So we're going to cover all of them. And it's going to be a little bit of a unique way to build a team here. We were thinking of some fresh content. And we were like, you know what? We like this format. But before we get into all that, I want to say hi to Tim. I want to check in with him. Tim, what's new? Not much, Doug. Not much at all. I hope everybody had a fantastic Easter. We took the week off. Uh, Tyler and I were uh, lucky enough to have some of those guys from Fantasy Points and elsewhere across the Twitter sphere join us for a mock draft live on uh, the Fantasy Points media group live stream. That was a good time. Fun had by all. Some people blasted me for choosing Zach Wilson. It's okay. He's my guy. He doesn't have to be everybody's guy. It's true. You know? We'll see how the uh, we'll see how it all washes out here in a few months. As a matter of fact, eighteen days, fellas, eighteen days, and the NFL draft happens. It's what we've been getting ready for. I'm super pumped for this year. It's super intriguing. Can't wait to see what the Falcons do with the fourth pick. That yeah, let's go, let's go. Tyler, you got any industry industry insider on your Falcons picking it for? Uh, they apparently are actually gelled on the pick the management and arthur smith are finally together Ooh. on a pick and in my mind if that's it it's pits it's pits okay and if it's not pits i think they trade back 
And I really hope they do because there's two good corners that would fit perfect with this team that yep. they could pick at, say, Denver's Warner pick. Sertain. And I mean, yeah. even if Dallas wants to trade up and give away, you know, their future to so get apparently, Pitts. So apparently Jerry's got like the the stuff for Kyle Pitts. So oh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, all of the teams, all of the teams have a thing for Pitts. Pitts is so mm-hmm. good. Like it's unbelievably insane how good this guy is. I I mean, I don't want to jump into the the pool of saying he's Kelsey yet, but I think he's going to blow expectations out of the water for first year tight ends. He, he is a much better prospect than Kelsey was. Yes, and Kelsey was a, the yeah. the first pick in the third round. Yeah. He had his injury history and I think that's what derailed Kelsey from becoming a superstar early, mm-hmm. but I, you know, health permitted i think pitts is going to change that look and he's 20 years old kelsey was like 23 when he came in so man pitts could be the dude that everybody and that's why in rookie drafts or he'll be ben watson we don't know that's that's very true but i mean i hope not like i I don't either the the, the last super athletic freakish tight end eric ebron yes ebron couldn't catch though and i think everybody led the nfl in touchdowns one year uh, that's true. Yeah, also, I, one awesome year. I want to say that I I'm super pumped for the draft. I'm going to watch it with my wife. She's like, I'll watch it with you. I'm like, my all wife. right, let's do it. So, I'm hoping uh, I, she might hear me. I'm hoping that she agrees. We can get B dubs, and then we can watch the draft uh, together. Over, it's the only overrated. way to watch the NFL draft. As a matter of fact, Mrs. Buckner. <laughs> so, Buffalo that's, Wild that's Wings overrated. That's all I'm saying. I, I agree, Doug. I, I agree, but you. when it's when it's when 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 it's that or Pizza Hut wings, I mean, <laughs> what well, are you? Don't you decide? don't have any local wings places? Is this not a thing in Minnesota? I mean, if you, you want to, a you good need to fit, go to the if, internet research, if you want a good, a good fish sandwich, place. Minnesota places are the way to go. Oh, they got but the best haddock, don't you know? They got the best walleye, the best cod. But no, I I am pumped for the draft beyond belief. The draft hats are terrible. That's my outlook. I don't like them either. Um, I do want to talk about this trade that happened though that we weren't able to talk about because we jumped right into the the mock draft last oh. week. We weren't able to talk about the Darnold to Carolina trade. Yeah, so let's talk about it before we get into our little team building exercise. <laughs> Sound like a retail manager. <laughs> we're going to have a team building exercise, guys. Uh, we're going to do rock, paper, scissors. Trust falls. Yeah. Tournament until someone wins. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Sam Darnold. So I thought this was interesting. I know Carolina said that, you know, they were one of the more aggressive teams looking for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I th- you know, apparently they were in on Deshaun Watson, obviously, with all the stuff that's going on in him. There was enough red flags for them to kind of go in a different direction. They have the number eight pick, right? So. You know, thinking they're going to take a quarterback there. Maybe they get a Trey Lance. Um, and then they go and trade for Sam Darnold. Teddy Bridgewater's still there. Um, so he's still in the fold. Will Greer, rest in peace. Sorry, buddy. Um, sorry, Tim. Uh, but, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater could be on the move. He might I find believe, another team. I believe they gave him uh, the ability to go seek trades, as a matter of fact. Yep. Uh, I know he's got a big dead cap money, but it would free up, I think, $7 million in cap space if they did the issue um, with Teddy. Teddy. The issue with Teddy is telling him he can go anywhere is he'll probably go short and around the area. 
<laughs> What's the closest team? Washington? Washington? Washington's pretty close to North Carolina. It's not that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe he'll go there. I don't know. He might just um, dump it he's off. Smart. He's talking to uh, John Elway. He's trying to get himself into Denver. I yeah, would not I, want that one bit at all. Cold weather. You you guys have not. But seen he wears Teddy. two gloves. His, he'll be fine. His best chance to start. It's his best chance to start, but it's his best chance to ruin Judy Sutton Fant. Possibly. But I like this move for Sam Darnold. So Sam Darnold yeah. gets taken out of a situation where he didn't have stability. Adam Gase was just an awful coach. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot of talent built around him. And now he's dropped into a position where he's got DJ Moore. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's Again. got Christian McCaffrey. He's got Ian Thomas. I'm still hoping. Um, but they, they've also done some work along that offensive line. And I think Darnold could really flourish here. Um, so if you went out and traded for Sam Darnold ahead of this move, congrats, because I think you got a bump in value. But I really like this move. And, you know, having the eighth pick, I don't know that they lean quarterback, but they might go offensive lineman. Um, I know Rashawn Slater has been mocked to them quite often lately. Great pick for um, them. Or if a guy like Kyle Pitts slipped to them, I think they would gladly take him. I don't think that's going to happen, however. Um, but they have a lot of options now on what they can do if, if truly they think Darnold's the future. Would not surprise me if they draft a quarterback. Like, I think that would, they could be in a trading spot. Maybe New England moves up to eight um, and Carolina slides back if they're not interested and they, they get multiple firsts for that pick. Um, they just give themselves a lot of fluidity d- with this move, and I like it. So, Tyler, you've always been a Darnold guy. W- what's your analysis of him moving to Carolina? It's perfect. I mean, what better than an offensive coordinator that I can take is somebody who's struggling? and give them the opportunity to succeed. And that's Joe Brady. I mean, he had moments where he made Teddy Bridgewater look good. And that's that's always a plus. Darnold's arm talent was never the issue. It was always, does he make the Seeing right decision? Seeing ghosts. Yeah, it was the right decision. Does he make mm-hmm. the right decision? You know what in, is in the NFC South? Atlanta's defense. You know what Atlanta's defense doesn't have? Defenders. So that's a plus. Mm-hmm. Tampa has good defense. Saints... It depends on you know they're what solid. they're a solid on, unit on what month it is. Their pass rush is good, their corners are hit and miss. But I mean, and they got now Lattimore's got legal trouble. That that's so true. And Darnold, like I said, he's twenty three years old, and he has so much more room to grow. And I think it's a perfect spot. The weapons are insane. He already knows Robbie Anderson. I do think they need a tight end. Maybe they do trade back. It's a uh, to the 15th, there's so many offensive linemen players that they could snag in that middle round that because it's deeper in offensive It's linemen. a good class. Yeah. yeah. And then in the second round, go get a Pat Fairmuth. Get a guy that can dominate the middle and also help block. Uh, I mean, I think he's in a perfect spot. And you know what? He's going to love that check down in Christian McCaffrey a ton. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice what, security blanket. That's what Darnold never had in New York. I mean, you had Frank Gore, but who? Why would you throw to Frank Gore? I mean, he's if you need two yards, he's going to get you two yards. If you need Ty Johnson, oh yeah, yeah Ty Ty Johnson, but the yeah, Michael P. Ryan. He's going to he's going to be, the coaches are going to pretty much drill into Darnold. Like, hey, if you don't have your first read, you always have this electric running back that can take a a screen pass to the house. You have that now, and I think Darnold's going to love it. I think he's going to succeed. Uh, yeah, if you are still able to trade for him, I would still do it. If you have traded for him, you got a major deal. And uh, you know I'm all about that. And I I mean with the whole Deshaun Watson thing, 
I, if you're in a super flex, I'd be for buying him too. And that's the thing with quarterbacks, buy low on them if possible, because if their value shot down, because not because of, I would say play, or this is the last opportunity. If it's because he's still got talent, but something happened to him, go buy. But I mean, going back to Deshaun Watson, I'm staying away from him in single quarterback, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Darnold. Um, I love it for him. That's what I'll end on. I love Tim, the weapons. The offensive line should get better. I do think Slater's a slam dunk pick for them at eight. That would be a, that would be a great pick, Tim. Uh, what's your any last words on Darnold before we move on? No, what what did he have last year? Four thousand yards. If that's the floor in the Joe Brady offense, Sam Darnold's got a better arm than Teddy. Um, you know, let's not forget Sam Darnold was a top notch college prospect coming out. Mm-hmm. He had all kinds of talent. So. Um, you know, you put him in this class, he's probably in that number two spot right there as quarterbacks go, right behind Trevor. So I don't doubt the talent is there. He has the ability to do it. His his problem now is he's been in the league long enough where he shouldn't be making the mistakes he he's still making. And that's I'll put part of that on the, the product that New York as a whole put out on the field. So uh Carolina is a much better <laughs> yeah. Carolina's a much better situation. And like you guys both said, uh he's got possibly the greatest check down in all of the league uh, there in that backfield with him. So I think Sam Darnold, we're going to get to see this is as best as it's going to get for you. So it's, it's show up or, or you're done, bud. So um, yeah, hopefully I, I think they probably stick and pick there at eight. They, they take the, you know, bookend tackle, get him some protection and uh, let him ride, man. Let him go. Absolutely. So this week's episode of dynasty happy hour is also brought to you by trophy smack and guess what? If you play fantasy hockey, we were just talking about that before the show. They have new hockey trophies. They've got a baseball collection as well. Baseball season is underway. Red Sox are first in the AL East after a slow start. Cool. I don't watch baseball anymore, but, you know, shout out to the home team. Um, but if you need fantasy football championships, they've got trophies. They've got belts. They've got grills. And if you use code DHHRING, you get a free $60 value championship championship ring that's going to get shipped to you as well with your order. So make sure you use that again. It's code DHH ring shout out to trophy smack. So we are going to do a little draft action here. So each of us will be building a fantasy starting lineup, and that's going to consist of one quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, two flex and a super flex. And we're only going to be using this rookie class. So it's going to be the three of us building that team together or individually rather. Uh, Tim is going to go first. Followed by me and Tyler gets to be the caboose. This way. I like the sound hey, of that. If if you're gonna have a spot in this three way, the caboose is where you want to be. So. <laughs> Good on you, Tyler. Tim Tim's got the middle, so uh, Tim Tim's up front, baby. I'm the I'm the engine. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm the middle. Dang. Yeah. I'm gonna be busy. Yeah, you're the cargo car there, Doug. It's all good. So 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 with that, without further ado, Timmy. Oh. I mean, kick us off. It's a super flex format. It makes the pick super easy. I am going to take Mr. Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback. You know, one of the best QB prospects we've seen in a long, long time. So I like the way my team's starting out. I got one of my quarterbacks solidified here. And uh, I'm going to pass it right along to you, Doug. Let's see who you go with here with the second overall pick. Uh, I am going to take, let's see here. I like the rushing upside of this player. 
I think that um, the concerns around him are not warranted. I know there's been a long discussion about that. Uh, and I'm going to take the kid Justin Fields out of Ohio State. I think he's a baller. I think he's a gamer. I think, they're, to me, I've seen it. He's played high competition really, really well. Um, very interesting case made by people against him in the past week or so, which I think is crap. So I'm going to make this an easy one, and it's super flex. So number two hole, I'm taking Justin Fields. Off to you, Tyler. This one's actually pretty easy to me. You guys have quarterback. I'm going to go Kyle Pitts at tight end. You guys can have the, you guys can have the scraps at tight end. And uh, I get my pick of the litter. At, well, not, it's super flex, so I still need to worry about quarterback. But I'm going to take the best tight end to come out in a long time since probably Hawkinson. And he's that probably... Long time, bud. That's it's like not, two years ago, bro. It's not, but I think bro. he's a step above Hawkinson. Yes, yes. So... Yeah, I'm going to go the best, with... I'll say the best tight end prospect since Kellen Winslow. Yeah, I could... Ooh, he was a good prospect. He was yeah. good, despite that motorcycle accident. I think his well, career that, could have been I'm saying great. The, the prospect part of Kellen Winslow. Oh, I know, off I the know. Field I know. Decision making? Now, now, he's, now he's the best prospect in Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler, I mean, you got the tight end one. We're going to snake this. So, All right. Here you go, bud. All right. I got the tight end one. Uh, you went fields, so I'm going to go with the wide receiver one in Jamar Chase. I just think he's a step above anybody else. I was some bold decision-making here. I oh, just, I mean, so. give me the first player at their position. Mm-hmm. And I think Chase, like I said, is a tier above anybody else. All right. So I guess that goes back to me. Yes, Whew. sir. Oh, I get decisions. Can I, should I fill out my quarterback team right away and be done with it? Or should I go with someone else? Man, I haven't really thought about this. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to... Time's up. Minnesota Viking pick. Hurry, Tim. No. It's, it's <laughs> you know what? I'm going to... It comes right back to you, so... I know. I am going to do this. I am going to go with Trey Lance here. Again, the rushing upside. Because I know who Tim's going to take next. So I'm lining this up real nice. So I'm going to take Trey Lance. I know he hasn't played much in the last couple of years. His pro day was great. He's accurate. The arm strength is there. I think he's going to be a really good pro, and he gives me that rushing upside, much like Justin Fields. So I'm building that Konami Code quarterback crew is what my team name would be. Um, So with my second pick, let's go Trey Lance. We'll make them dance. Let's go. Well, as Doug mentioned it, he knows where I'm going and I'm sure this is exactly who he thought he was take who I would take, and that is Devonta Smith, the receiver from no! the receiver from Alabama. Got him. Got you him. Know what? <sighs> I, I I absolutely love Jamar Chase as the wide receiver one. Devonta Smith is really, really, really close to him. He's in my fun to watch. Morning. I think that Devonta Smith, especially in today's game where these guys can't be banged up past that five yard marker. And, and Devonta does such a good job of his first steps being so quick and getting off clean. He's going to have no problem with that slight frame in today's NFL. He's going to be getting down the field, and he runs beautiful, beautiful patterns when he's in his, you know, when, when he's just out there working. So I'll take Devonta Smith, praying he goes to a great landing spot with a good quarterback. I love it, love it, love it here. I'll take Devonta Smith as Hold my on. wide receiver. Can I, one on my team. I'm going to piggyback off what you're saying. I had a thought today. Rashad, oh, it boy. came out that Rashad Bateman played his heaviest at 198. Yep. 
what if receivers are just light now? Times are changing. Linebackers yeah. aren't 250 anymore. I mean, they're 220. Yeah, no, need, they're faster guys. You don't need guys, to yeah. be 6'4", 222 to be a receiver I mean, anymore. I mean, you're going to have the outliers like DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, but the norm might be six foot two hundred. That might be the norm. The you're seeing less and less of these older, these old school, big bodied receivers, the jump ball types. You had guys like uh, Calvin Johnson who was that big body, but he was also just freakishly athletic. So he was kind of that you know exception to the rule. But the Des Bryant's of the world are, are going away. I mean, today's game is all about speed. We want to use every inch of this field, stress that defense out. As Separation. Much as possible. That's why. Yeah. And that's why you see more of these line. You're not seeing these linebackers at 250. You're seeing these linebackers in the mid 230s because they need to be able to get sideline to sideline to keep up with this speed and these end arounds. And these Unless your name's plays. Micah Parsons, then you're allowed yeah, to be, you can 247. be 252 and run yeah. a 23. You know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you're occasionally yeah. going to have those freaks. Like I said, yeah, AJ like, Brown, yeah. the, the Metcalf. But like, I think what the NFL teams want are Jerry Judy. They want players like that. They want a CD Lamb who's probably a buck eighty, buck eighty five. Yeah. He's not big, and and I don't get why the freakout with Devonta Smith is happening because I think the norm is. I'll say, dude, yeah. the, the way the way he works, you get him off the line and out into his route, he makes defenders look foolish, and I'll take it because what the biggest thing with Diggs was he had such bad quarterback play he didn't put up stats nobody you know people weren't up on him like they probably should have been yeah but the way he ran his routes in college he was a technician and we're seeing that pay off huge dividends here for the bills now in the NFL so oh yeah I, I'll take I remember these technicians and I remember put them on Dig- my fantasy rosters I remember Stefan Diggs year he came out too and watching tape on him and thinking to myself this dude with the ball in his hands is unreal he's he's yeah, deadly he's- but yeah. he can hardly get the ball in his hands because the quarterback is yeah. garbage. Yeah. Quarterback uh-huh. can't throw past 17 yards. So, yeah. Yep. But, okay, so so it comes back to me now. I kick off the third round. And, Doug, you know, I was just purposely messing with you there, taking, the, uh, you know, Devonta Smith there. But you know what? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I needed a wide receiver. I'm going back to the quarterback. Well, I'm taking my guy, Zach Wilson, out of BYU. I understand he's not in the Power 5 conference he didn't play uh, great competition this past year. Some people are saying that's what led to the stats. That's fine. That can lead to the stats. I'm not worried about his stats. I don't take stats into account when I'm doing my film scoring. What I saw on film is a phenomenal prospect that makes plays that very, very few individuals, even in the NFL, can make. And I'll take the upside of that playmaking potential in Zach Wilson, and I'll park him right here as my super flex on this fantasy roster. And Doug, now it's back to you, sir. No, oh, this is an easy pick for me. This is a slam dunk. I'm going to take my RB1 in this class. It's Najee Harris from Alabama. Easy peasy. I think he goes in round one either to Miami, possibly Pittsburgh. That would be the dream scenario. You know, oh, one of Pitt- those teams. Pittsburgh would be a dream? Ugh. It would be. Yeah. The it would offensive be. line is not the f- great. Yeah, I just think Najee Harris, he seems like a Pittsburgh Steeler to me. Unless Unless Miami gets him. Um, I, I just love the kid's game. He's he reminds me of like a hybrid of like a, you know, he's big like Derrick Henry, but I think he's a little bit more athletic than Derrick. He can he's a little bit more active in the passing game as he's shown in college. I just think he's the real deal. I think he could be a three down back in the NFL. Whether they use him like that, who knows? Because there's not many of those guys anymore. Um, you know, and and unfortunately, some of those guys aren't even in the league anymore. Thinking of Gurley and Le- Le'Veon Bell. Wow. The, the olden times. Yeah. Um, but I like Najee Harris a lot. 
He's my RB1, so to get him to here to go with my two quarterbacks, love it. So, Tyler, now you got back-to-backs. Yeah, now that you guys have your quarterbacks, I get my pick whenever I want, so that's great. I can wait on that. I'm going to go with my RB1, and that's Javante Williams. Uh, He, in my opinion, is what we wanted Chris Carson to fully be, like healthy-wise. He his his running style is so similar. Uh, Ray Garvin compared him to Marion Barber. I love that comp because Marion Barber from up here, my neck of the woods, Minnesota. Always been a big fan of him. And uh, I mean, another comp, baby, baby Marshawn. Uh, that that's pretty much his running style. He's he's mean. They had an interview with him saying that he, you know he played linebacker to he was a senior in high school, yep. and he pretty much said, "Hey, he that's like how linebacker. that's how I run. I run yeah. like I'm a linebacker." And he he created the most missed tackles according to PFF uh, last year in college. Uh, he, he's so good, and he's only twenty. I think he only gets better. Javante Williams at one of my picks. My other pick, I'm gonna go Travis Etienne at other running back. He is my RB three. I I am worried about the agility, but if he is in an outside zone scheme, he is going to light the world on fire. That is what he is made for. He is made for that Raheem Mostert style running where he there's a chance if he ends up in the Jets in that type of system, he could average like six yards per carry in the NFL. Like he is that talented in, in the speed aspect. And yes, he can catch the ball. I, I think he can progress on that. But Travis Etienne is my RB3 and he is my now RB2 for this team. Very nice pairing those running backs together. I like what you're doing. It's not as good as me, but I like it. Um, so it's back to me. I'm going to take my first wide receiver. To me, it's clear uh, this next player, I think, is um, an electric talent. I think he's – I'm hoping he goes to the Los Angeles Chargers. That would be amazing uh, to pair up with Justin Herbert. So that's what I'm hoping for. But I'm going to take Jalen Waddle here. Um, you know, there's a lot of comparisons to Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill's a different beast. You can't, but if Jalen you can't Waddell compare is, him. Yeah. You can't, but if Jalen Waddle ends up being 75% of Tyreek Hill's production, huh, boom, he's a wide receiver one anyway. Uh, so I am going to take Jalen Waddle. I like his field stretching ability. Obviously, some health issues at Alabama, but he gutted it out to play in the championship game. I like that out of a guy that clearly wasn't 100%, but he wanted to be out there. That type of stuff, non-fantasy, is important to me as a football player. Uh, so yeah, I think it's pretty easy for me, and I am going to take Jalen Waddle, and we are back to Tim. Well, guys, uh, making some good picks. I'm getting ready to fill out my uh, my wide receiver core here. I'm going back to back at the position. I'll take the kid that just – if there was a combine this year where, you know, there, there was that standard and we could see everybody beside each other, if this kid would have put up these numbers, he would have came out of the combine skyrocketing up people's rankings because he's an athletic freak. I actually had him at number four in my film scouting before any of this happened. So I'm going to take Rondell Moore and just, I'll put nice. him in my lineup. He's going to be, but my he's five, seven. It, it doesn't matter. He's, he it is, doesn't matter. He is a freak athlete. And I hope that he goes somewhere where they know how to use that freakish athleticism. So Rondell Moore will be my wide receiver two on this team flex spot, wherever I want to put him in at, but right behind that, I'm going up to Tyler's neck of the woods, and I'm taking Bateman as a receiver here. (laughs) Tyler mouthing mouthing curse words at me right now (laughs) because I took his guy. But Rashad Bateman, 
I mean, 2020 did him no favors, but go back and watch that 2019 film. The kid's a, he's a playmaker. And we talked about the, uh, you know, that old school big ball, you know, big boy at receiver can go up and make the plays. He's not 220, but he can still play like he's 220. And he's also got great athleticism to go along with it. So I'll take Bateman and more here. Uh, I, I like my wide receiver core. That's for he's sure. He's my wide receiver three in mm. my rookie rankings on nerds. Bateman is. That's a Justin I thought Bateman. About, I thought about Bateman over Waddle. Too. <laughs> Justin Bateman. That is. <laughs> Justine Bateman? Justine Bateman. <laughs> From Family Ties? Oh, oh, we're not talking about that. Okay. All right. So back to me. Whew, I got a decision to make here. There's a lot of players that I still like, yeah. obviously. But I'm looking at like a little bit of a drop-off at a certain position where I'm like, you know what? I, I think maybe I'll – I wouldn't call this a reach per se, but I really like reach. Kenneth Gain. Oh. I really like Kenneth Gainwell Love out it. of Memphis. Um, you know, he's my RB4 in this class. So I'm going to add him to Najee Harris and feel pretty good about it. I feel like building this team – that wide receiver is still pretty deep, so I don't have to like push for one right now. And now, especially with Bateman off the board, that's the guy I would have taken here. Um, but I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell to pair him with Harris uh, and have a really nice stable of running backs right off the gate. Not to compare with Tyler's. I think his is better. But Gainwell, I think, has been a really nice um, uh, a riser within this process, especially for his pro day and everything. He weighed in really well um, in the tape says, like, I, he looks really good on tape. So I like Gainwell quite a bit. So that's my pick here. And then uh, we are back to Tyler. Yeah, I'm going to go back to wide receiver. I'm going to take Elijah Moore. He good, is good. going to be a problem in the NFL. His it, we, we talked about Rondell Moore destroying the combine. Elijah Moore has done nothing but succeed in this offseason. He has done nothing but impress NFL scouts. Senior Bowl, he's one of the best players out there. He's making these players look ridiculous. At his pro day, he ran a, what was it, a 4-3-5, 4-3-8 or so? It was fast, we'll just say. It was in the 4-3s. And his route running is ridiculous. I I mean, he's 5'10", five, five, so he could be stuck in the slot, but I think if... If he kind of improves, I think he could play anywhere in the field. I mean, Rondell Moore is fine. I think Elijah Moore, who is learn, who learned things from DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, learn how to to play the game, learn how lift to weights. learn how yeah. to yes, lift weights. He's not he's not built like them, but AJ Brown and DK Metcalf have phenomenal training. They they are all about football. They love the game. They want to be the best. And learning from those type of guys, I think Elijah Moore is is just bound to succeed. I would not be shocked if he is a very early second round pick, even a late mm-hmm. first round pick in the NFL draft. All right, Tyler, you got back to backs. That is true. Um, I I don't need to go quarterbacks. I filled both running backs. I have I have two wide receivers. So let's hit these flex spots before. I go into so it's two flex and one super flex, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Correct. I am going to really hopefully screw Tim out of these running backs because I'm going to go Chuba Hubbard. I have Chuba right behind Gainwell. Gainwell was a great pick by you. I think he's going to be a Danny Woodhead s type player. He's going to be a problem in the passing game. Chuba, once again, outside zone scheme, he's going to destroy. He's got the athleticism to do it. I think he's still got phenomenal speed. He's got a lot to prove. I mean, this guy ran for 2,000 yards 
in 2019. That's nothing to kind of look away from. He dominated in 2019. COVID hit. That caused a lot of problems for players. I'm not going to put that against Chuba. I am a fan. He's my RB5 in this class and number 18 overall in my Superflex rankings. So wheels up on Chuba. Mm-hmm. I like it. So uh, my best player available fills a need. I need a second receiver. I think this kid's going to get drafted in the first round. It's Terrace Marshall out of LSU. Um, you know, I, we had Riley on a few weeks ago, and he didn't like him at all, but I've been doing a little bit more research, watching some tape on Marshall, and I like what I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's right there with some of these other guys, and I think getting him here, uh, I would give him maybe a little bit of that value mark, possibly, because I think he could be an end of the first round, maybe even higher in the NFL draft. You know, I think people are going to kind of fall in love with his size, the speed that's there, um, and his overall game is a super solid one. So I'm going to go with Terrace Marshall out of LSU, and then we are back to Tim for two. It's <sighs> a great pick there, Doug. Um, you know, I'm going to finally dip my toes into this running back class a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Oregon State running back, Jamar Jefferson. Uh, I, I like his potential, um, you know, the 5'10", nearly 220-pound running back. Uh, he, he graded well on my uh, on my film scouting. I like his upside. Um, I think he is definitely going to be a little more landing spot dependent than, than you know, the Najee Harris, Javonta Williams of the world. But I do like his, uh, his upside, and, you know, we all know that it doesn't take long for, uh, you know, running backs to see the field with um, mm-hmm. a little bad luck for those in front of him. And then right behind that, uh, I'm going to go with one of the guys I had higher than uh, you two jokers, and that is Mr. Trey Sermon out of Ohio State. We saw what he did there in Oklahoma. (laughs) He goes to Ohio State. Excuse me. Um, You know, with the COVID, the Big Ten didn't kick off, uh, you know, like they normally would. So so when Ohio State came back. uh, Wait, they changed the kickoff rules? No, the the season started late. (laughs) So by the time they came back, Master Teague was uh, much more ready to go than they thought. Trey Sermon, um, you know, they, they thought if the season had started normally, Trey Sermon would have been the guy from the beginning of the season. We saw Trey Sermon have to work with Master Teague, but by the time they got to those in ga- those games that were ultra important, those playoff games, Trey Sermon was the guy there in Ohio State in that backfield. Uh, and I think he runs very well. I think he runs with decent power. He's got decent speed. He can catch. I like uh, I like Trey Sermon a lot in this class, so I'll take Trey Sermon here. I think that's a value pick for me. I now have my running back core filled out, and we're back to Doug. I have Trey so, Sermon at RB ten in my rankings. That is how much I do not like him. <laughs> he's definitely a polarizing prospect this year for sure. So I'm going to take the best player available on my board. Now it's not a position of need, as I already have two of them. But you can never have enough quarterbacks in a super flex draft. But you, and this is going to put Tyler on tilt. But you do realize that you can't, like you're going to have an care. empty. You're going to have an empty spot. I don't, I don't care. So this is the, the in super flex. We're talking if we were in a draft, a super flex draft. Matt but Jones you're going to have an gone. empty spot in your starting position. I, I don't. It, it, I don't. It, I don't care. I don't. I'll I pick mean, up am I wrong here, Tim? Am I wrong draft. here, Tim? For this exercise, Doug. You took two. We need to stick to the two. <laughs> I get so your I'm philosophy. I'm just saying, if this is a, if this is a real yes, draft, yes. you take Mac Jones here. Uh, you take Mac Jones and, a while ago, and you yeah. screw over your other yeah. owner is what you do. Oh, I agree. But okay. I mean, and, I was thinking to myself, okay, you're going to go in the season without a, a, a starting spot. I mean, 
We got bench spots in this league. Come on now. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my next player. Um, ooh, he could go there. He's already going. Okay, I know what I'm gonna do. So looking at my board, I'm seeing who's available. It's between two players. I'm gonna go with the one with more upside. I think one of them is a solid player. It could be a really solid pro, but maybe has limited upside. I'm gonna go with Kadarius Tony. He, he's electric. He's slippery. He's hard to tackle. He fits in today's NFL really, really well. Again, could be a first-rounder. He's been mocked there consistently for a very long time. I know he only had one year of production. He's had some drop issues, but I think people are going to look at what he does on the field with the ball in his hands and fall in love with him, and he's going to be a high draft pick. So I'm going to take him as my first flex player is going to be Kadarius Tony out of Florida. So now, Tyler, you've got back-to-backs. All right. Tunes. All right. I, I, well, I need to fill my other flex spot and then I got to hit quarterbacks. But my other flex spot, I got two players I'm really thinking about. One of them I'm a huge fan of. And I was thinking about going Doug's route or just screwing you guys over with the tight end spot, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go with a guy that I actually really enjoy watching and I really like, and that's Amon Ross St. Brown. I was thinking about him last round. That was the guy I was in between. Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown, like you said, he's going to be a solid pro. He's got that he's got that look like a Michael Gallup. Like he's going to have games where he's going to win you a week. And yeah, he's going to have some games where it's four for forty. But it all depends on where he lands. I think the Chargers would be a perfect spot for him. I you know, everyone thinks the Chargers need a receiver, but they have Amon two two great route runners with Keenan Allen and Amon Amon Ross St. Brown. That'd yes. Nice. And that's also the thing with St. Brown is he's a phenomenal route runner and he's got some tenacity to him. I mean, he's he's got some fight in him. And who else does? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen loves the game. He's got that dog in him. And Amon Ross St. Brown is my pick here to fill up my flex. And let's move on to what everybody else is expecting. Mac Jones, he's my quarterback. I don't think the 49ers pick him. I do think he's a top we'll see. I do think he's a top 10 NFL pick due to the kind of hype that's happening with him. And I I would be shocked if the 49ers do. I think it's a smokescreen. Me personally, I think Fields is going there because Lynch and Shane Ann are quote unquote going. It's almost like People are acting like they're forced to go to see Justin Fields throw. You know what they're going to do when they see Justin Fields? They're going to be like, wow, he is way different than I Mac Jones. I they're also going to see Trey, too. Okay. I mean, and they're they're honestly going to go see those players after seeing Mac Jones overthrow some people. I, I mean, I still like Mac Jones, but Fields and Trey Lance are different athletes. Different, they're yep. different, differently mm-hmm. built. Fields For was sure. built to play quarterback in Shanahan's system personally I think he's perfect the the short passes and then the play action would fit him phenomenally so I mean for my pick Mac Jones he's a fine pick he's going to be Kirk Cousins meets Andy Dalton is pretty much his range Mm, I mean he could could be Andy Dalton or he could be (laughs) Kirk Cousins and I mean hey Kirk Cousins top 10 quarterback this year People people got to remember that Kirk Cousins is actually good at fantasy football. I guess, yeah. So yeah, I like it. All right, way to ruin your roster, Tyler. <laughs> Stupid. We have to All talk right, good gonna, about Kirk Cousins up here. It's a rule. We're gonna go back to me. I've got another flex position to fill. Now, there's a lot of wide receivers that I like, but to me, after this player at the running back position, it gets kind of 
Not great, in my opinion. So I'm going to take Michael Carter, the other one of the tandem from North Carolina. I think he's a really nice prospect. He's measured well. I think he could be very versatile in the NFL. I think he's a, a sneaky, you know, if you can get him in the third round of your rookie drafts. I really like him in this spot. So he's going to be my other flex um, before I fill my tight end position eventually because that's the last one that we have to draft here. Um, but, Tim, you're back-to-back, and then it's back to me. Oh, we are back-to-back, and I was concerned that my highest-rated player left was going to go there to you, Doug. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad you went to the running back position. So I get to go with my top-rated player that's left at the wide receiver position, and that is from Oklahoma State, Tylen Wallace. Yep, I good like, pick. I, 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 you know, this kid, just a highlight reel when you go watch his film. Uh, you know, and the quarterback play there at Oklahoma State isn't the best of the world. So I want to see him in a uh, up-tempo NFL offense and see what he can do. Doug, you mentioned the Chargers for somebody earlier. I'd love to see Tylen Wallace in the Chargers offense. I mm-hmm. think that would be a hell of a lot of fun. So To me, to me, Tylen Wallace reminds me a lot of Brandon Ayuk, his style of play. He can do a lot of things. He's he pretty can, good. I think Ayuk is a little better, but... Uh, I, I do think Tylen Wallace can do a lot of things he can do. Yep. Yep. I, I, I agree there. And so then that just leaves me needing a tight end. Uh, you know, I could be mean and take Doug's guy here, but I'm going to stay home. I'm going to go with the Penn State boy. I'm going to go with Pat Fairmuth. Uh, you know, he's he is not uh, in Kyle Pitts's stratosphere when it comes to athleticism and playmaking ability. But when it comes to being an overall good player when it comes to the receiving game, the blocking game, blocking in the run game. I think Pat Faramuth was the possibly the most well-rounded tight end in the class. So I'll take Mr. Pat Faramuth here. That locks up my tight end position. That locks up my roster. Pretty happy with the fellas, but, but, but Doug, we're back to you. Yeah. I mean, so I got to fill tight end. Tim, thank you for leaving me my guy. Yeah. Brevin Jordan's been my guy um, from university of Miami. Really like this kid a lot. He can stretch the field. He's got big playability. He's a huge target in the red zone. Um, he's athletic. I like everything about his game. You know, blocking, obviously, he could use some more work on that. So he's not as complete as a guy like Framuth. Um, But I think he's going to be a solid, solid NFL tight end. Now, we all know that tight ends take a little bit of time, for the most part, uh, to work out. And I'd be perfectly fine knowing that, taking a little bit of a discount on Brevin Jordan in my rookie drafts. Uh, so, yeah, Brevin Jordan, it's an easy pick for me here. Uh, so, Tyler, you've got one roster spot left. And then after you finish up, Tyler, we'll go over our rosters and wrap it up. Yeah, and also I'm going to post these on our, the DHH Twitter, and we'll have a little vote. I mean, I know the footballers do Ooh. it with their their spitballers drafts, and, and it's kind of a fun way to kind of see where people land. And you know what I'm going to do? It is a You're super flex spot. It is not a quarterback. I'm going to go Diami Brown. Wide receiver out of North Carolina, the speedster. Better than Kyle Trask, anyways. It it is. I mean, I, I like Kyle Trask, but if I'm going to get Kellen some, Mond, though, if I, I do like Kellen Mond too. It was going to be between those two quarterbacks, and I thought to myself, I don't I need to start a quarterback. Them both. Yeah, it, it could have been him, but I'm going to go with somebody who actually will probably get playing time in the NFL earlier, and that is Diami Brown. He is a big play man. I he's going to probably be a. Third round pick is my guess with how deep the wide receiver position is this year. Uh, my Sounds guess is right. he's an early sec- early third round pick in the NFL. And man, if he lands with a team like Green Bay or somebody who needs receiver, 
you could see this man way earlier than normal on the field. I do have concerns with him. He's not my favorite prospect, but he is probably the the only player left in the tier where I think he is worth worth a spot over a quarterback here. All right. So to recap, Tim, give us your team. I have the best prospect in the entire class there as my starting quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Love how it started. The number two receiver, uh, hands down in this class, and that is Devonta Smith, great route runner. My QB2 slides in at the super flex spot. That is Zach Wilson. So I am more than happy with my quarterback play. Uh, just athletic freak there, Rondell Moore, Rashad Bateman, big play specialist. My running backs are Jamar Jefferson and Trey Sermon. And then I go back to the wide receiver well with Tylen Wallace, another big play threat. And then I tie it all in uh, at the up, tie it all up at the end there with my best all-around tight end in the class, Pat Fairmuth. So I really, really like this roster. Yeah, so my roster, uh, I've got my starting quarterback. My first pick was Justin Fields. Easy peasy. Give me the Konami code quarterbacks all day. My starting running back is going to be Najee Harris, my RB1, absolute stud. Followed with my second running back is Kenneth Gainwell. I like him quite a bit. He's my RB4 in this class. We've got Jalen Waddle as my first receiver, followed by Terrace Marshall. Um, so I've got a couple of, you know, Waddle obviously being the lid lifter, the explosive receiver, Marshall being that big body um, that can create a little bit of separation, which is nice. My starting tight end, Brevin Jordan, you just heard about him. At flex, I've got that guy with upside. Could be that dude, the joystick of players in this in this draft is Kadarius Tony out of Florida. My other flex player is Michael Carter out of North Carolina at the running back position. And then in super flex, man, Konami code quarterback number two, Trey Lance. So I'm, I think I'm stacked. I love it. Tyler, what, what do you got? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to win the quarterback vote easily. But hopefully my positional players save me. And my quarterback is Mac Jones, uh, White Lightning himself. And then I went Javante Williams at running back, my RB1. And then I went Travis Etienne at running back as well. Stacked up two solid running backs. My wide receiver, Jamar Chase, my wide receiver one. I got Elijah Moore at wide receiver. My flex spots are Chuba Hubbard. And I also have Amon Ross St. Brown. My tight end, the man Kyle Pitts. That is who I'm hoping wins me this vote. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is the dude. And you know what? Instead of a super flex, I went Diamond Brown. Awesome. So that is that is going to wrap up our, our rookie building a dynasty team just out of this class. Fun exercise that we decided to do. I also wanted to give a shout out to another one of our sponsors this week. It's Verdian Global. So make sure you check out VerdianGlobal.com if you're looking for some DHH stuff that you want to rock when you go to Canton, Ohio for the Midwest Fantasy Expo. I know two out of the three people on this podcast are going to be there. Tim, I'm hoping that you're going to be able to make it. That would be super special and awesome. So we can spoon and it'll be amazing. So we've already got we'll the lineup. That happens we already still. got the lineup ready for, for that. So we just need everybody to yeah. show. Yeah. So so make sure to check out Verdi and Global. There's also other podcasts that have um, merchandise on there. Tyler sent me a DHH hat, which was awesome with my fantasy championship belts from trophysmack.com. So Covering all the bases this week. Love the hat. Super cool. Very comfortable. I'll be rocking it um, when I'm down there in August. So looking forward to that bigly to meet some people in real life. Um, We've got some cool plans uh, as we head down there for the weekend. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. So super looking forward to that. So check out VerdianGlobal.com for all your podcast apparel needs. Check that out. That's going to wrap us up this week. So for myself, Tim, and Tyler, this is the Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 